Hello, hello, and welcome to the Hashtag Files. This podcast is dedicated to helping you step into your power, own who you are, and learn how to monetize your authentic self in your life and business. I'm your host, Courtney Schoberg, Hashtag Queen, Social Media and Marketing Guru, and Boss Lady Entrepreneur. On this show, we talk strategy, we get vulnerable, and we are known for bringing on the woo and all the high vibes. If you're ready to learn how to grow your business and create a positive impact in the world, all by being unapologetically who you are, you've come to the right place. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, boss babe. Welcome to episode one my story. First of all, if if you don't already know me, my name's Courtney and I like to talk. And so I was like, you know what? This is going to be fun. I'm going to tell about my story so people can feel connected to me, learn more about my experience and why it's called the hashtag files in the first place. And it's just kind of fun to record. So without further ado, let's hop in to the hashtag queen herself and her story. All right, so going back to 1991, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, um, I was born in 1991, and that is, I guess, when my story started. I don't actually believe that because I believe I'm an old soul, and Lord only knows how many lives I've lived. But I guess I should say my entrepreneurial journey really started when I was about... 17, 18 years old. And I actually didn't even realize this until recently when I was thinking about like contracts and like why I did what I did when I was 18 versus like what all my friends were doing when I was 18 and 17 and all the different things. So when I was 17, 18, I was working in childcare. I was working in like an after school club and I was working in an after school club because It paid a little bit better than like the fast food jobs and the mall retail type jobs. And I wanted to make more money and have the weekends off, which thinking back wasn't like always the best idea because all my friends were working on the weekend. So it wasn't like I could hang out with them (laughs) anyways, but I could go to like all my family parties and uh, different things. I have a huge family and I never had to try to take time off. So I had been working in the after-school kind of place forever, uh, and I was over it. I was tired of having a quote-unquote boss. I was tired of dealing with like 100 kids at a time sometimes, and I knew that I wanted to do something different, so I came up with the idea of being a nanny. Um, It was right around the time like Care.com got started, and shout out to those of you (laughs) who are an OG Care.com member like me. And I created a profile and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try to find a family who wants to work. And I've, you know, had talked to other people and heard stories about, you know, nannies could charge whatever they wanted to charge. And it wasn't a lot of times, you know, it was under the table, which, you know, at 18 years old was amazing. And it was, you know, usually not on the weekends and you usually got to like, you got to pick what you charged and, you know, it's just you and the kids all day, so you get to be in charge, not feeling like there's a mom 
or a boss or somebody breathing down your neck 24-7, 365. <laughs> I have that entrepreneur spirit. I don't like to be told what to do. I've been like that since I literally came out of the womb. You can call Mama and Papa Schoberg and they will t- tell you that's the truth. And so I literally remember, and like the, thinking back to these days, it's like the craziest thing because I took balls to do what I did and like to like put myself out there but that's just kind of who I am and you'll get to know that as you listen to this podcast more and more but I literally typed up a contract on word document on our like mac no not we didn't have a mac our windows like you know 2000 windows 2000 and or 2010 or whatever and it said in the contract that you will pay me $200 a week no matter what. And I said, I don't care if you don't have to work, you have to pay me. And if you want to keep a good nanny who's going to show up and be on time every single day, these are the terms and this is the agreement, which is so crazy to think back because like $200 today is still a lot of money. But like back then, $200 to me was like thousands of dollars to me today. And I remember feeling so scared and I made them sign it and I signed it and I made them a copy on my parents' copier and they put it in their files. I put in my files and they did. I worked for them for almost two years before I moved to San Diego and they paid me $200 a week, even on weeks when they had the whole week off and they didn't need me. And it was the best. That was like the first chance that I really got a taste of entrepreneurship and I loved it. So a little more about entrepreneurship and me and how we came to be, I guess, is I come from a background of a mom that works corporate and a dad who owned a business. And so I really got to see what both sides were like. And I always knew that the pros outweighed the cons for my dad than it was for my mom. I mean, my dad, he commuted more than my mom did, but he wasn't required to like sit in the middle of traffic. Like he could schedule his day to go a little bit later. Um, we grew up, I grew up around like Napa, California. I'm from Fairfield, but Napa or Vacaville was where most, most people are more familiar with. And my parents would commute into the city and into Pleasanton, Livermore. And if <laughs> you don't know about that drive, it sucks. And I literally saw years of my parents um, and it killing my mom And my dad just always seemed so much happier. He was his own boss. He made the shots. Like on the years that he did really good, it's because he hustled and he got aligned with his business. And it was just amazing. He never missed a soccer game, a baseball game, a softball game, a dance recital. He never missed any of the big moments. And my mom didn't either, mostly just because a lot of the stuff was on the weekends. And um, she was fortunate enough to work a regular Monday through Friday job. But I do remember after a long weekend, her always seeming to be exhausted and not wanting to go back to my work. Whereas my dad, he just never, he just always felt like he was excited to work and he loved his clients and he loved doing what he did. He um, owned a construction business, uh, a one-man show. He did not have any employees that were permanent. He did hire people to help him when he needed it. But I really got to see, you know, both sides of the coin And it's really funny because I went to college for, oh man, nine years. Um, I'm a proud college dropout. Now, I'm not a college hater. I respect those who want to go to college, but I was brainwashed for so long to believe that college was the only way that I could be successful, that I got stuck in a nine-year rut 
of going to just drop out. But we'll get to that a little bit later. So um, my partner uh, in life and in business, Joe Davini and I, we've been together for almost eight and a half years and we've been in business together for like seriously taking it serious, being full-time for a year. But overall, we've been doing this online business thing for five years. And when we were young, I was, um, how old was I when I moved to San Diego? We moved from the Bay Area, from living in our parents' houses, never living anywhere else, never living with roommates, to moving 500 miles to Southern California to sunny San Diego together. So our first experience um, living together, first experience living outside of our parents' home, first experience living with somebody other than family, um, and doing it together as a couple. At that time, I think we had been together for like three years. So we were together for a decent amount of time before we moved in together. And we were a little bit older. Um, I think I turned 22. We moved in December and I turned 22 in February. So I was 21 when we moved and Joe was 23. And so we literally went for it. And this is like perfect description of who Joe and I truly are. We packed up our bags, or I guess first, (laughs) I knew I wanted to move to San Diego since I was a little kid. My sister went to San Diego State. My older sister, seven years older than me, shout out Jessica. And a ton of my family um, has lived in San Diego and I visited there for weddings and my cousins and college graduations. And so like, I've always been um, really into San Diego. I actually wanted to go to San Diego State. And so we picked up and we moved after, you know, six months of not, I don't, we didn't even really save money. We just purchased stuff for apartment because we didn't have anything. Like my room was literally stacked with boxes that was filled with like towels and mugs and silverware. And I just like would work and then like go buy something with my check and put all the stuff that we had in our, um, in my room. So when we moved, we literally just had to buy, um, like a couch and we had to buy, just like a couple of things. We didn't really have to buy much. And so we picked up and we moved. We did not have jobs. We moved 500 miles away with, I think we had maybe $3,000 in our savings and signed a six months lease. And we were just going to figure it out. And that's pretty much how Joe and I do life. (laughs) We just figure it out. Since then we have moved Um, We moved all around San Diego multiple times to different places, and then we moved back to, like, the Sacramento area. Then we moved to Salem, Oregon, and now we live near Portland, Oregon. And every single time, except for one of those times, we have moved without jobs and without a plan. We just had a feeling in our gut and followed our intuition, and it has always worked out for us. It's been really, really amazing, and Honestly, I think like all that shit that I went through really proved to me why I was meant to be an entrepreneur because a lot of the times, let's be honest, guys, you jump in with your eyes closed, you cover your eyes and you just jump and you hope to God that you land somewhere soft. And so Joe and I have been doing that over and over and over and over again in our relationship and in our life. And so just, you know, so natural for us to continue and do it on in business. And so... We moved to Rockland, California, which is near Sacramento, and I was going to college. Joe had finished college, and Joe was in a really, really dark place. He had graduated college. He couldn't get a job. We were, at the time, like 
$40,000 in debt from his college, and he was literally applying for every fucking job you could possibly imagine, and nobody was calling him back, nobody was reaching back out to him, and I just felt really, really helpless because I was in a bad place too. I've suffered from anxiety my entire life. And let me tell you, there's nothing like no harder of a situation to prepare you for like business and anything else that life has to throw at you than when you're in a relationship and your significant other is at their lowest point and you're at your lowest point too. Because most times in relationships, somebody's down while the other person is up. And so it makes it a lot easier to like pull one person out of the hole But in this situation, we were just, it was just like a shit pile. (laughs) Like, it was terrible. Um, It was hard. I can't even tell you how many times we almost broke up. Um, But, like, I knew in my gut that I could not break up with him because if I did, like, I wouldn't want someone to break up with me at my lowest point. I mean, granted, I was a little, I was really low, but I was a little bit like a step above him. Not much, but I was a step above him. And Joe and I just have this like, I don't know, I love that man, like more than anything in this world. And we have this connection that we just understand one another and we just love and respect each other so much. And we've been through so many things. And so I just knew that like I had to figure something out. And so I kind of buckled down because I thought, okay, look. I'm just going to figure it out. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get a job. <laughs> People used to ask me, what are you going to college for? Oh, marketing. I want to be an entrepreneur. That's what I would say. I really didn't want, I really didn't know. And I didn't want to pick something. I swear I've changed my major so many times. I wanted to be an orthodontist. I wanted to be, um, a dental assistant. I wanted to be a nutritionist. <laughs> I wanted to be, um, a dentist. I wanted to be, I did like all the different, like, like teeth for some reason. I was really interested in teeth. I wanted to be I mean, like, you name it, I wanted to do it, and I changed my major so many times, which is why I have, like, enough college credits for, like, four degrees, but I don't even have one. No, I do not even have an associate's degree. I never got one, (laughs) but that's okay. It made me who I am, and I'm super, super grateful for the experience, but at the time, I thought, okay, Joe's having a hard time, so I need to figure it out. I need to buckle, buckle down, and most times in our relationship, I have been the breadwinner. And in the beginning, it was really, really, really hard for us because Joe grew up in a household where that was not the rules that were played. His dad made the majority of the money and his mom really took care of the kids. And so when you're around that, you're kind of programmed to think that that's the way that it is, right? I mean, if that's all you ever know, how are you going to know anything different? And I grew up in a household where one half of my life, my dad made all the money, but then when the housing market crashed... And my mom was working in corporate. She had to take the reins and she has been supporting the family and my parents ever since. And so I really got to see both sides of the coin again, not just the corporate and the entrepreneur, but I got to see like the highs and lows and like where my dad made all the money and where my mom made all the money. And my parents always viewed money as like a partnership. Like we do this together. It's not your money. It's not my money. It's our money. And I've always really thought that. I mean, I was that crazy girl when I went on my first date with Joe. I was like, do you want kids? (laughs) Because if you don't, I don't want to get to know you because I've always known what I want. I'm very driven. And I definitely am grateful for that because I am where I am today because of it. But 
I knew that I had to do something, so I decided to buckle down, get serious about school so I could transfer to a four-year, get my degree, and, you know, go get a corporate job, work up the corporate ladder, whatever. I didn't really even know what I was thinking. I just knew that I wanted to do something different, and I was tired of doing the same thing over and over and over, and I knew we needed to change, right? Like, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So I went... I buckled down and I applied and I got accepted into Portland State University. I cried like a fucking baby that day. Like that was one of my most proud days because I proved to myself like I could fucking do it after all the time. I mean, I graduated from high school, you guys, in 2009 and I wasn't going to transfer to a four-year college until 2017. So that shows you like how long I was in college for before I really like buckled down and took it serious and so Joe and I we packed up our shit and we broke our lease manifested having somebody take over it so we didn't have to pay because it was like an ungodly amount to pay to get out of it so we manifested someone she took over our lease we moved in with our friends in Salem and um, my girlfriend just so happened at the time, shout out to Becca, she is uh, the photographer and part of our team on She Social. Uh, she uh, let us live with her and she also gave me her job because she had decided to go full time in her business at the same time that I was moving there and they needed, and she was a nanny. And that's what I've been doing my pretty much for like my entire life. And so I took over this nanny position and it was one of the hardest nanny positions I've ever had just based on the commute. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with the Salem and Portland area, it's about a 45 to 55 mile um, distance and everybody lives in Salem because it costs way less to live in Salem than it does to live in Portland. And so as you can imagine, the traffic is a bitch. And so I would get up and I would have to leave the house by like 5.30 in order to get there on time. And then I would work all day and then I'd come home and then I'd have to um, eat, relax for like a couple hours, maybe like two hours and go to sleep so I can make sure I got up on time. Now, for those of you who know me from like Instagram, if you don't follow me at the Courtney Schoberg, definitely come check me out. But I am a night owl. I love nighttime. I don't do mornings. And forever I fought that. I fought that. And I'm actually going to do a podcast episode about that because I was thinking about that the other day. And there's so many people who think that they need to wake up early to be successful. And I'm living proof that is not true. That's a side note. So I was commuting and Joe was progressively getting worse. He had gained a ton of weight. He was not working. He was struggling to find a job and it was creating a lot of tension at Becca and Trent's house because of Joe was there all day sitting in the bedroom. Joe's very introverted and so it comes off almost as kind of rude sometimes. He doesn't mean it to be that way. Shout out to you introverts. I get you. I feel you even though I am a complete, well I guess I'm an ambivert but I know because some of the most amazing and close people in my life are introverts. And so it was just causing a lot of tension. And so we decided like, okay, it was time to move on. So we, we just sucked it up um, and we paid the money and we moved into our apartment that we live now and we pay, um, I don't know, it's like a thousand dollars or something, but we live in a teeny tiny like apartment near Portland. It's 400 square feet. Hence why I'm recording in my closet right now. 
and I was going to be starting school soon. So I knew my job was going to be ending, but that was okay because I was planning on taking out a loan and then I was going to go to school full time so I could finish in like two years instead of three or five. Um, so I could finish by the time I was like 29 and not like 37. And so I one day went to work, it seemed like a regular day. And, um, I had really just discovered like the law of attraction and mindset probably like a month before. And I have come to realize that I'm super gifted. I'm very intuitive. I can sense angels. I get angel signs all the time. I like know things intuitively and in my gut before like they happen. I don't know how to explain it because I'm still learning about it, but I'm very intuitive And so it's kind of funny looking back at the timeline and like how everything worked out. But I was really starting to dive deep into learning about your mindset, learning about positive thinking and learning about manifesting and how to like get things in your life um, by raising your vibration. And I actually made an Instagram story almost like a year ago to the date, which is really funny to think like where I was then versus where I am now. I'm literally a completely new person, but I was so anxious back then. I was still very anxious, like anxious to the point where like I couldn't barely drive in the rain. You guys, I live in Portland. Like that's a problem. It rains here six months out of the year. So there's that. I um, never wanted to leave my house. Money fucking terrified me. Money terrified me. Like the thought of money, I always felt like we were broke. I always felt like just things were never working out for me. I was negative. I was always complaining. Like I literally was a completely different person than what I am today. And so I went on my Instagram and I like made a like come to God kind of story where I was like, look, I know the first step to moving on is admitting it. And a lot of you guys probably don't know because I try to just show the best parts of my life on here that I am the most negative person I know because I was, I literally was the most negative person that I knew. And I was like, but you know, I'm trying to make changes. I'm trying to figure it out, whatever. In one month's time, like I changed a lot and I've started to be more positive and I started just like I was really hating my nanny job. And it wasn't because of, I mean, the family had a little bit to do with it, but it was more just because I could tell I was over being a nanny. I had served my time. I had made a lot of fucking money. At some points, I was making up to $5,000 a month as a nanny. And I was ready to do something different. But I kept having this gut feeling that I wasn't going to go to school and I shouldn't go to school and I didn't know if I should go to school. And Um, I (laughs) moved to Portland to go to school. So I was having like a really, really internal battle. Like, am I a fucking fraud? Like I moved all the way here to like make a difference in our life so I could go to school. And now I'm saying, I don't want to go to school. Like what the fuck is wrong with you, Courtney? And so one day I went to work and it seemed like a regular day. Actually, it was like a way better than a regular day. We went to the, took the kids to the Portland zoo. I had never been there before. Still haven't been there since, which is kind of funny. Um, And we just had the best fucking day. It was the best day. And so um, we get home. And as soon as we get home, I see that both the mom and the dad are home, which is kind of confusing to me because they're not normally, they weren't both normally home. Well, long story short, I got fired. And it was over some really dumb stuff. But I have come to realize that in today's world that I manifested the shit out of that. I kept telling the universe 
I want to be my own boss. I want to be my own boss. They knew that I wasn't going to quit. And so they said, all right, you ready to take this business and side hustle thing you've been doing for four years full time? Well, here you go. Here's your golden ticket. And so that was right before 4th of July in 2017. And I um, got in the car and I like bawled. I called my mom. She wasn't really sympathetic. She was probably having a bad day, which was totally fine. Um, Sorry, mom. I didn't mean to throw you under the bus there. (laughs) She wasn't mean, but like, um, I think she knew that I didn't want to be a nanny anymore. And so she was just confused because it was like, why are you crying? You don't want to do this. And she was right. And so we got off the phone and I remember just sitting there and I like took a couple deep breaths and I looked up at the sky sky inside my car and I said, okay, universe, if this was divine timing, if you did this for me for a reason that I may not know yet, and this is for my highest good, I want a crystal fucking clear sign. Well, for those of you who don't know, my sign from the universe is a yellow Volkswagen Beetle. I don't know why that's my sign. It just came to me intuitively, but yellow Volkswagen Beetles are my shit, and I have a lot of um, really interesting stories about them. I lived in our new house 20 minutes tops, 15 minutes on a good day from my old nanny family. So I got in the car, I pulled myself together, I stopped crying, and I started driving. You guys, in 15 minutes, I saw two different yellow Volkswagen bugs. And I just was like, okay, this is it. This is a reason for whatever reason that may be. And I might not 100% know yet. I'm just rolling with it. So I got home. I told Joe what happened. And he looked at me and he goes, all right, well, you're not going to go get another job. And I said, what? And he said, no, this is what you want to do. So we're going to figure it out. And you're going to go full time and you're going to do this business thing. And like, oh, it makes me want to cry just thinking about it because that was one of the most amazing, beautiful, just God, the best thing that that man could have ever done for me because I have come into this like amazing woman who I am right now sitting in this closet recording this podcast because of that moment and I owe so much to him I mean literally my first blog that I started five years ago um until now Joe was the one who came up with the idea he's the coder he's a web developer he was the one who was like you like to talk about your life and your story and your anxiety and and you like to inspire people and you're really good at social media like let's do this I want to build you a website and like he I owe all of my success to that man. And that was like one of the craziest (sighs) emotional days of my life. I went from like really high at the zoo to like really low when I got fired. And then like really high when I saw the yellow bugs and then like really low when I figured out like, Oh my God, I'm really fired. And then like really high when Joe was just like, let's just do this. And so I did it. I was like, okay, so I, um, my parents live in Boise and it's about six hour drive and it was about to be 4th of July weekend. So I said, babe, is it okay with you if I go to my parents? And he was like, sure, you know, of course I'll stay here with Posey. That's our chocolate lab. And so I got in my car and I wanted to go to their house, but I wasn't going to be able to because of my job. But now I had all this free time. And so I was choosing to see it as an abundance of free time and joy. And so I drove my happy ass to, um, I drove all the way to Boise, and on the way there, I listened to the book The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Um, Also, side note, 
if you want to find a universe, universal sign for yourself and learn how to connect with um, the universe, read the book, The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein, because that's the book that started it all for me and how I picked the yellow book. Um, so I listened to an audio book of The Big Leap with Gay Hendricks on the way there. I literally, it was funny, like I, the book literally ended five, maybe even three minutes before I pulled off the exit to go to their house. I was like, wow, that was perfect. Slammed one book in one drive and it was so good. I actually need to listen to it again because I haven't listened to it in a year. That was, that was super good. And it was all about like taking risks and just going for your fucking dream. And like, that's what I was doing. I mean, that's, that's exactly what I was doing. And so I had invested into a program for myself that was $800. And my first session was when I was in uh, Boise. And so I woke up one morning and I was like, okay, mom, dad, I got to go do my session. And they thought it was weird. <laughs> they still don't really even understand what I do because my parents don't even have Facebook. So that's that, right? as a social media marketing manager and coach, like if they don't know what that is, it's a little hard to describe everything that I do, but they're supportive and they, um, they, they don't care. But I had my class and during the class I had an epiphany that I needed to not only go for this boss babe thing, but I needed to drop out of school too. And I bawled like a baby in front of like 20 women on this class while I talked to the coach because I was so scared of what everybody would think. I mean, I literally picked Joe and I up and I moved us from Sacramento, which was close to our family. We have tons of family in Rockland, in Sacramento, in Fairfield, in um, Roner Park. Like, our family is located there. And I moved us from where our family was to a place where nobody is so I could go to school. And now I'm thinking about not even going to school before school even starts. And I just was worried, like I was worried about the entire thing, but I had this feeling in my gut that I was going to be not, I was never going to be able to go after my dream as an entrepreneur and make this a full-time thing and like retire Joe like I have without going for it. And if school was a distraction to, um, or vice versa, if this was a distraction to school, like I wasn't going to be able to do one thing, both things, um, good or I was going to be able to do both things okay, but I wanted to do one thing amazing. And so I, um, you know, had made the choice pretty much then and there that I was going to drop out of school. And so I got in the car after my trip and I was listening to another book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the same woman who wrote uh, Eat, Pray, Love. And I was getting real emotional. She was like talking about some emotional ass shit And so I like to talk to myself and to the universe when I'm in the car, especially by myself. And I'm on this road crying and I press pause and I literally said out loud, okay, universe, like you fired me from my job. You told me that I'm, I'm supposed to go for this thing. Like, what am I supposed to do about school? I want a crystal fucking clear sign that I'm supposed to drop out of school. And so I literally was just like sobbing and I press play and I kid you not you guys literally two seconds later it was a new chapter and the chapter was called why creative artists entrepreneurs should not go to school I lost 
my fucking shit. I should not have been on the road. Like, I thought the sign was going to be, like, 16 yellow bugs driving by. And that's just proof that, like, signs are everywhere. You just have to look. And if you think it's a sign, it's a sign. And this was my fucking sign. I had literally just said out loud, like, give me a sign if I'm supposed to go to school. And the next chapter was called, why creative entrepreneurs should not go to school. And so I got home, I made the choice to drop out of school, and I went for this fucking business. Um, and it, I'm not going to sit here and say it's been easy this last year, but God, am I happier? And has it been a fucking amazing, incredible ride? Have I learned so much about business, about the online space, about you know, the ins and outs of running a business because it's so much more than just social media. Obviously, that's a big part of it and that's my specialty, but there's so much more to it. And so um, I've just been, it's been amazing. I've been able to retire Joe. We do this full time from home, me and him. He builds websites and membership sites and courses and, you know, I coach women and we have a membership site where I Um, coach women and I have a hashtag library filled with thousands of hashtags like I'm literally living the dreams that I wanted for so long and all it was was me taking a risk and making a choice and so um that's a little little preview (laughs) into my story and kind of how I've gotten to where I'm at and I'm nowhere close to where I want to be which is why I've started this podcast uh I want to impact others. I want to teach others to go the fuck after your dreams and be unapologetically you. I'm me. I don't try to be somebody else. And I'm able to monetize that. And if I can do that, you can do that too. You don't have to show up online in a certain way. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You get to set the rules for your success And I'm living fucking proof of that. And so I literally started this podcast because I wanted to be able to share my experiences so it can inspire you to create your own. It says it in the intro. That's what I want to do. And I'm really excited for this journey. I'm really excited for this podcast. I'm going to be interviewing some amazing women. I'm going to be connecting you guys with resources and little tips and tricks and information that's going to help you in your business or maybe you're thinking about starting a business and I want to show you and give you the power within yourself to go for it. So thank you so much for listening to my story. Um, (laughs) That's like the super short condensed version of 27-year-old Courtney Schoberg, but I'm really, really excited. I cannot wait. I have so much in store for you. Um, head on over to our website if you want to learn more about us at shesocial.co. All the information will be down in the show notes. And would you do me a favor? If you enjoy this podcast and you feel a connection to me, would you screenshot it and share it on your Instagram and tag me? I would love to see it and I will repost you in my story. So thank you so much for listening in. Um, I will be back next week with another episode diving deep into more tools and tips and tricks on how to be unapologetically you and own your life and your business. Thanks so much. Bye.